everyone. Welcome. It's Geekonomics. We're back. I almost forgot the name of the show. It's Geekonomics. We're back. It's another week. It's another show. Brian got a haircut. He's looking a little bit more dapper than he did last week. Yeah. Like himself. Just a couple more days. The countdown is on, folks. A couple more weeks, and this will be gone. The 21st of March. Is that a Monday? No, it's a Tuesday. Uh, it's a Tuesday or Wednesday, I, I believe. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a tribute video to your beard. I'll go I through will. all the shows and do the I will remember you thing. I will remember. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Uh, all stills of your you and your crazy hair and beard. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> it, it did it did feel great to get a haircut. And then Allison was just like, I asked her, and we had a conversation last week. Yeah. You said to me, Hey, you know, you should ask your wife if she wants totally shaved or keep stubble i said to allison i go what do you want when i shave this off do you want me to go really short and keep the beard or do you want completely uh you know i'm i'm newborn i'm a newborn baby and yes. she, she just said shave it all off that's what she said she might regret that decision it's what she wants and then i could start i could start the small stubbly beard for the summer and I'll just maintain that. You know what you should do? You should have your younger brother over. And have your have Allison's have you two stand next to each other and be like, this is what I would look like without any facial hair. She knows what I look like. I don't I don't know. I look she knows what I look like. That she remembers what you look like back when you before you've you've we've all aged. Since the last time we've been clean shaven, I don't know if it's gonna look the same. Allison, is that you? Do you know what I look like shaved? <laughs> you forget, but random you, you questions. Told me, you told random me odd questions, off, right? You look what I look like shaved. That's might be inappropriate to ask your wife in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> Allison said she wants me to shave it off because she wants to remember. She wants to be reminded of what I look like normally. But then it'll come back. Just, in a couple just, of days. just tell her to have her bags packed for when she sees you. And has Ma- Mark to Mark says to somewhere. have your bags packed because when I shave, you won't know who I am and you'll be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her, a boiter. Tell her uh, Claire, Claire for, for, forbades me from shaving off Claire my forbades like Mark from shaving his beard off because he looks like a 12-year-old. She said, what? <laughs> Mark's not allowed to shave his, his beard because he looks too young. What do you got to say to that? She says she doesn't know. But she wants me to shave my beard off. All right. You're going to have to videotape it. Uh, We'll take photos. I'll have Allison take photos. Well, no, I want to like, I want you to, on your phone, like record you walking into the house with your clean shaven face. I want her reaction. Immediate reaction. Mark says he wants immediate reaction filmed of my beard being shaved off. No, not being shaved off of you walking into the house and her seeing it for the first time. All right. All right. We'll see what we could do. Yeah. Love you, dear. (laughs) She was up in the kitchen. She's like, whatever. I heard her. She's like, why am I talking to you people? Um, But this Sunday with enough beer talk this Sunday, (laughs) um, we have the East of the River comic book toy show. Yeah. This Sunday at... um, the American Legion on Route 5 in Hill, Connecticut, yes. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. 9 a.m. is $3 gets you in for early bird. It's a dollar admission normally. We're going to have toys. We're going to have comics. Matt Ryan's going to be there. We're going to have yes. artists. We're going to have a lot of stuff. Get out of the house. Uh, the weather is going to be kind of, it's going to be 40 degrees, but we're going to have, you know, it's, it's Saturday. It's like 30. I mean, it was 60 degrees yesterday, and now there's snow on the ground. So yeah. bonkers. New England weather. Global warming doesn't exist. Well, no, it does exist. This is exactly why it exists, Mark. It's because we've had one. I'm being sarcastic, Brian. I'm being sarcastic. All right. Uh, okay. Um, Six degrees one day, snow on the ground the next day. I didn't pick oh, up on science. That. I didn't pick up on the sarcasm. Um, yeah. So, yes, please. I'm 
pulling up the flyer um real yeah, quick. i'll have the flyer posted during the show and i'll also put it at the end of the show as well okay. and then next weekend is uh andrew's big show in manchester so it's a busy time of year yeah um right after this yeah one weekend now where's that that's going to be at the the I don't know exactly the name of the place, but it's, it's in Manchester. Manch- it's on Main Street. It's the Merit. It's the Manchester. Is it Army that, Navy that's, Club or something? Yeah, the Army Navy Club. It's on yeah. the main drag. Main Street, Manchester. Um, main- you can't miss it. You get right off the highway. It's right there. Yeah, we'll be talking more about that next week. Yes. Um, but that's gonna be a great show as well. That show is always well attended. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I know we've had multiple discussions off and on camera about what we are going through as a, as a whole with the economy, bills are rising, everything's rising. Yeah. Um, some of the shows like have, yeah, some of these shows have not, have not been well attended because the holidays, uh, yeah. everything went up Weather and people, of- the weather's been fine. You know, it's like, a, yeah. you, can't even, you can't even excuse for the weather. Um, but like, will this February, March show kind of have a turnaround since things have leveled off? We don't yeah. have the holidays. Things have slightly gone down. The only thing that's gone up is electric bill. Eggs. And eggs. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I hope we have a turnaround. I hope we have a good turnout. Uh, the markets at the Enfield Mall are a good indication that people are willing to go out. Are yeah. people willing to spend money? That's the big question. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have tons of deals at my table. I know a lot of people will have some really great deals. A lot of box diving is available. You get some cheap comics. You can fill up your, you can, uh, Find the holes in your collection. Very cheap. Yeah. And that's um, going to have the first issue of Brenda still available. Nice. It's Maybe a great comic. The for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have. is on its way. It's going to be out relatively soon. I'm not sure exactly when, but I know he's trying to find a date to release the second book. So. Nice. Nice. So it should be a good time. I always have a great time. Nonetheless, even if there's not a lot of people, I always have a great time talking to yeah. other artists and vendors. It's a dollar. Come on in. It's a good time for the family. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah. We'll be there. Yeah. Should be a good time. Are you working the door? No. You're... I'll be, if I'm there, I'll be hanging out with Matt right next to you, probably. All right. So I've come to find out there is going to, uh, Scott does have extra vendors coming and there's going to be a table between me and Matt. Oh. This is going to be a tight squeeze in that. It's going to be a tight wall. squeeze in there. Yeah. I'm actually going to hopefully help Scott set up. So okay. I will be there Sunday morning at like 5 a.m. You're a nutcase. I'm up. I'm up at that time. anyway. You're an old man. Sadly. Um, yeah. Anyway, so please come on down. We hope to see everybody there. It's going to be a great time. It supports local business and local artists. Um, I mean, what more could you want? Yeah. And only besides those two shows going on, I'd be a ref- uh, Odd not to mention, if you live in our area, Enfield area, uh, the uh, Connecticut Trauma Museum is open every Saturday, and they're it's having open now, huh? Every Saturday they're open. Okay. From now until April. Wow. And every Saturday they're doing kids events. They're doing different crafts and different things for the kids at the Trauma Museum. I was just there yesterday helping them out with the project that they're um, did a training over there with them. They're looking into doing their own show down the road, but uh, they're looking for volunteers as well as every other nonprofit is. So uh, yeah, but check out the Chai Museum every Saturday. They're awesome. And they're doing an air museum. It's right by the airport. Like, I don't think people realize we have so many awesome museums in our area that you could check out and you should go check them out. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, PSA for local right. museum. Well, thank you, Mark. No um, also, um, you know, we're going to end the show with our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp yes. of Quantumania. Yes. Um, before we get into that, uh, Mark, uh, you ha- how was your week? Anything uh, worth mentioning of note? You watching, doing, what have you? Uh, well, we uh, played D&D on Saturday. Yeah. Brian was half awake the whole time for some reason. 
I had a mini stroke for some reason. There, I know Bobby's listening. For some strange, caffeine or something, maybe. I don't know why, and I have no excuse. I, I know how to. We played multiple games. I have a great time. I don't know why. I'm like, why did I not roll my D20? Why did it was I like, roll? It was hilarious. You were literally the worst D D player in the history of the planet. But I, I mean, I afterwards, I'm like, why? why On Saturday, you're what I'm saying you were. You were literally yeah. the worst D player. You played for like 12 years, and you had like you've never played before. You know like, what though? I rolled really on? good after i rolled my rolls were really good that that dice tower get you some good rolls i'm telling you the yeah. dice tower was awesome i busted um, out my uh my new dice because i know my brother's probably listening as well i busted out the dice he got me for christmas were those soccer balls or no R2-D2? it was R- it was r2d2 theme all right because from far away is a blue i saw yeah. blue and white so I yeah they look like soccer balls the, the, yeah, yeah it's like the d20s they're the forged dice from the critical role guys. Mm-hmm. So they're not like uh hard edged dice. They have like a nicer, like, like golf ball kind of rounding to them. So they're not like super hard. Right. So they roll away nicer and they roll smoother. <laughs> so um I had a great time. It was great to see everybody. Um, yeah. like it it I, I honestly. It sucked that we missed the session because I did feel out of sorts. I felt yeah. like I, w- I was disconjointed from the rest of the group. Yeah. Um, I did listen to the podcast. I kind of understand what they've gone through, but my character technically doesn't. Yeah, nor uh, do I. Our characters uh, hung out went with through each an other. Experience and they don't understand what we went through. Right. And there's other and things feel like going we didn't on. Do it. There's other things going on. Oh, that, there's a lot of stuff going on that I yeah, that like have I know. I, and that's the other thing too, is like there's stuff like I have a very difficult time if I know something that I know other people could benefit from the knowledge. But I don't know if I should tell people certain things. Cause I again I have not played D D a lot like the other guys have. Yeah. So like I don't too. know like, oh if that's I will I was... or in game, I don't. I will say this, and this is for you know. I know Bob's listening, and he'll he'll understand. When we played way back in the day, yes, that was so long ago. Yes. Also, we took such long gaps that I kind of yeah. felt like I was relearning, and we didn't really Every talk. Time, yeah. yeah, we didn't talk about it in a chat. It was very disconjointed. I honestly feel this time around. Sticking with the schedule every six weeks. Yeah. We're, we're in the chat constantly talking. Yeah. And we're learning. I, I think I'm more into the game now, an understanding of the game now than I've ever been. I don't really, I count that as like a pregame. I mean, yeah. if we had played every month and we were always, I think I would have been. Yeah, you get burned out. It was yeah. tough. We got, how long did we, I think we went almost like a year one time without. We didn't playing. even finish it. No, we didn't finish it. <laughs> no. The, the end of the, the story is still out there. And but John's looking off of the, what happened at the after the story ended. I have no idea what's going on. So Yeah, I honestly, and I also think uh, Bob has a good point, and you do too. Using the D&D Beyond app and not using a book, I think I got to get the password onto a device and bring a device with me and not, yeah, print, and not so worry about easier. paper. It's yeah. so much easier because it's nice to like, like John said to me when I first got there, because I was running a little late, because uh, truth be told, I went to clean my ears right before, like I got out, of, like when I was getting ready to go, and I usually I have Claire bought me this nice, like tool that I could use, but I was in a hurry, so I grabbed a Q-tip, and put it in my ear, and I pushed a piece of wax like deep into my ear. You know you're not supposed to put those in your ear. Yeah, I know, but it was supposed to be around the ear. Yeah, you're not supposed to be So I like did the thing, and then like I felt something, so I pushed it in, and it like got lodged in there. So like the whole night, like I was like when I got downstairs, I put like the drops in my ear to try to get it out. Didn't come out right away. I actually from Saturday till last night, it was stuck in there. I couldn't get it out, and it finally came out last night and i can actually hear again which is fantastic so yeah so it's been quite the experience to not like have like a quarter of my hearing capacity on this side of my head 
but yes, that's how I was running late. So uh, I finally got there and I didn't have like, I'd totally forgotten to update my spells and everything. So I didn't pick my spells. So yeah. So having that app and being able to do that like on the fly. Right. Right. First of getting going as opposed to like having the paper sheet and having the go through the book and I mean, it's 2023. I mean, right, right, right. Totally. Everything's online. Why are we, why am I printing out pieces of paper when I could just use a phone or something? Yeah. And I think that's what I'm going to do for the next session. I'm excited. It's great because I have actually have new spells and what not to use. And I feel, I felt like as a group, we were overpowered. Like we took on an enemy. So uh, that was an awesome fight because we well, took I feel on like we're so finally good. like, yeah, I feel like we're finally coalescing to where yeah. we're like strategizing on the fly as opposed to before where we would like every group when you first start you're like feeling everything out you're planning stuff who's going to be the guy that's going to go f- like who's the main guy who's like the guy that's like the tank who's the like figuring out our different like strengths and weaknesses like, like where do we play best i'm a stand back and shoot from far away person there's the guys that are like charge in front and do stuff people so it's like figuring all that out and getting like the the rhythm to the, how we do things. I think last last game on Saturday, I think we finally all like coalesced into like a strike force and we all have our, like everyone knows, okay, I know that person's going to handle that. So I know I can handle this. I know this person's going here. I can go there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. I think we, yeah. it was uh, like, you kind of feel more of like a, a superhero in a sense that you can take on something. Whereas before a battle might take a long time because yeah. we we're constantly we're we, you know we're lower because well, as i'm saying i don't think we knew like what each other was going to do and now i think we have more like knowledge about what each one of us is going to tackle so right we got cocaine bear we yeah. got you know yeah, cocaine, like bear. Yeah. cocaine bear cocaine um, bear <laughs> rides in the woods and punts down people cocaine, cocaine bear. bear it was it was a good time um and then time. Uh, anyway, so D&D was a lot of fun. Uh, what else, Mark? You're on your phone. I got a message from somebody. I just wanted to check make sure it was anything major. Um, not much else going on. I mean, it's c- kind of quiet. Uh, like I said, we went and saw Ant-Man. Uh, got about halfway through Last of Us. Haven't finished it yet because I had a crazy day yesterday. Oh, my God. It was an amazing episode. So, yeah. So I haven't totally completed it yet, but I kind of understand what happened. So I don't know how the ending of this episode is, but I know like the first three quarters of it. Oh, like, I got to the part where he meets up with his brother. So okay, Tommy. Part so. Oh God, you got some good stuff coming. Yeah, so I got to finish that up, and then uh, besides that, not much else going on. It's been pretty, like I said, it's a pretty quiet time of year. There's no football's over, so there's none of that going on. There's no uh, the shows are kind of light right now. There's not much shows going on carnival rose back i've been watching that second season of that final season as well which is surprising because i don't like the main actress in it but the show's good mm. so that's a, a difficult thing to get through uh, uh well wh- catch up on the last of us man because it it was fantastic um yeah and- i'm going to i'm going to finish that up speaking of shows uh uh, in the news, I don't know if you know about this, but it's something we talk about all the time. But Papa Iger, he had an interview, and um, we, as of now, all these Marvel shows that were supposed to come out this year, as of now, uh, Papa Iger has stated, and Kevin Feige has agreed, it, it's become quantity over quality, and that they don't allow something to come out and like kind of be part of the zeitgeist they just kind of move on quickly to the next thing so as of now majority of the mcu shows are being pushed to next year and we're only getting two shows this year loki season two and secret wars as of now those are the only two shows officially coming out this year um and i agree i agree it's almost exhausting um and it does kind of ruin the magic. And I feel like uh, they did it with Star Wars. Um, 
too much. It's too much. You're kind of ruining a good thing. Um, so space it out. Let people enjoy, you know, what they what it is they're watching and allow it to permeate and be part of the zeitgeist instead of just being like, oh, in two weeks we got something else. Um, yeah. And Bob Iger is back and he's got two years to turn the ship around because Disney Plus, Disney Plus is losing money. Like a lot yeah, of it's losing money since it opened, basically. It's just, it's all streaming, streaming all streaming services lose money eventually. Yeah. But yeah. he needs to, he's, he stated that uh, the MCU needs to be uh, spe- something special and not yeah. become a machine that's just turning out show. Well, like and the movie. thing with the thing with the Marvel MCU stuff is I think it shows what the fear that you had with the whole star wars thing i just said it, that yeah it, well yeah. it did i mean yeah. star wars suffered the movie well just like it confirms it i'm saying it like confirms the issues that you were worried about with star wars being so often so many things coming out yeah you got like, it they streamlined it, it back they only did the three movies that they you know the only shows you have out are like the disney plus shows so yeah. i think it's a little different so i think with marvel it did get like the, the water hose was turned on basically during Chapek. It was like, here, just take it all. Here's yeah. all the marble. Well, pretty much. And I think and... it kind of like, and I think, it's, and also like at the time when shows were announced originally, the, the timing frames of things was a little bit more in line with the movies and how things flow. I think that there's also that, I mean, a little bit of the, COVID issue with things like shows got pushed back where they're not in line with what the movies were going to be that they were going to lead into and shows really into movies. So I think there's some of that too. Well, now there's no excuse because we're, we're no, but I still think that the things got pushed back, like even shows that were planned, like Ironheart was going to come out when it first was announced way back initially by Feige. It was like in line with Black Panther more. Like it would have came out like this time of year after Black Panther had already come out. And now it's pushed so far back that I think by the time Ironheart would come out, like I don't think the interest would be there. Like people wouldn't be like, oh, I want to know about Ironheart, a random character in the second Black Panther movie. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the problem with the last phase of MCU. It's it was very like uh we did there was just too much of what's we don't know what to follow. Well, I heard a great um, take about that on uh, one of the YouTube channels I watch previewed. I can't remember which one of them mentioned it, that it should have been called Phase 4. Like, Ant-Man and Wasp should have been the beginning of Phase 4. And, like, that last section of stuff after Endgame should have been called, like, the interlude, like, the prologue or something that, like took everyone that brought everyone down from the like height of Endgame, brought everything like to kind of set up this next phase. Like yeah. phase four wasn't really like a phase because there was no big bad that everyone had to fight. There was no like big overarching story. It was kind of like, oh, here's the like the COVID phase, they could have called it even like, hey, you know, we know we have these things that are going on, but things got kind of out of line. So we couldn't really do what we wanted to do. So we're just going to throw some stuff out to you so you have some Marvel, but it's not like going to be, you know, and we had a lot of, I think the most amount of, I don't want to say misses, but like not oh, we did. Marvel we did. hits like we had in other yes. phases, like yes. Eternals dead on arrival. You know, it's like, I think there was a lot of that going on. We had more misses than hits. Really do like what they wanted it to do kind of stuff like yeah. Thor Love and Thunder not the greatest movie it was great it's, it was i uh, loved it i loved it but i understand it wasn't like it was like, divisive yeah it wasn't um, you know as big as other movies were it yeah seemed like there wasn't a lot of they all made good money a lot of like they were like up down stuff the, yeah the reviews and i think the overall there was a there was definitely big hits but there was a lot of misses and a lot of fronts and yeah. like I said, it became it became quantity over quality. And I kind of yeah. feel like if you go back before Endgame, 
there was hit after hit and people were loving it and hit after hit. There was a few misses, but barely any. This time we're like, She-Hulk was kind of a miss. Love and Thunder obviously was very divisive. So that's kind of a miss with the audience. There wasn't any like overall. was a miss. There was like nothing that set anything up. Like phase three was all Thanos. Everything was like even one, two, and three were all building up to Thanos, basically. Like one and two were building up to Thanos. Three had the big Thanos story in it. And then like four kind of was building up to Kang. You had Loki had the one appearance of Kang. And that was there it. again. So it's kind of like there was no like character that everyone was heading towards. Right. And like Thor was mentioned in Ant-Man, but Thor never mentioned anything about Kang in his movie. So it's like there's no stakes, I think, that everyone could rally around like well shall we just get into the ant-man because i mean i don't know there's not much else to talk about but the ant-man and wasp quantumanium uh review yeah yeah i kind of feel like this is a good segue into it um i mean you make a good point i personally after seeing ant-man it was a good movie it wasn't bad it wasn't wonderful exactly It it was fun and forgettable i honestly Nothing stuck with me. It was fun. I definitely think, like, I definitely want to rewatch it again. I do too. I do too. My own fault. I think I went in expecting something different. We were told something different. We were told this is going to be on this the epic side. They said this is a level. There was an epic battle. It just wasn't the kind of epic battle that we would expect it to be. Uh, I think yeah, I kind of it was feel almost like, I was... like a buyer's remorse kind of thing because it was like we, it, and Marvel set it up themselves. They've done this to themselves. You're never gonna get, no matter what you do, another Endgame type battle where you have every superhero all on the screen at once. We will, but fighting. it's gonna be. But a I mean, lot. it's not gonna happen like in no. every. But so every time you'd be was... like, there's going to be an epic battle and you don't provide every superhero you have fighting this one person. Right. It's not going to be an epic battle. It's just a battle. It's just I... fighting with a bunch of random quantum media people. I, I don't remember any of the real characters at all. But the one thing that bothered me the most, and it's not the movie's fault, I want to watch it again on Disney+. Plus. It's those effing people who decided to talk for the whole movie that was a huge well, there were teenagers next to us and that was you know a bad situation no no excuse There's, i, I yelled i yelled you did up i you did. did and i turned to the kid that was in that group that was sitting next to me i'm like what a dick that guy is huh we felt bad for you because you were sitting right next to him well they were right next to me there were a couple of kids down the kid that was sitting next to me was completely quiet barely didn't say a word the whole time Dude, they were having a full-fledged podcast. Like, and he they like were... finally was turning at his friends and was like, dude, knock it off. Dude, it was so annoying. Yeah. Um, they were like not even like just like talking like this, like just talking to each other. They were like, oh man, I can't, like, oh, that's gonna happen. What's going on? I know. I was like, holy shit. Who's I that? Didn't... Why is Bill Murray in this? I didn't pay to listen to you guys talk. Yeah, um, I wanted like to pay for the commentary. I would buy the DVD and not watch it. Right. Um, so there's that. Um, I still like, I still enjoyed it. It didn't, it, it felt off. It didn't feel like an Ant-Man movie. Is that weird to say? It felt like a no, little. It felt, I think if you, I think it's just Ant-Man movies are shot didn't... differently than other Marvel movies. It's nothing to do with that. Ant, the last two Ant-Man movies were very low stakes. And there was more, um, this was kind of a high stake movie. As I don't they know about that. Like the first one. They like, were both low stakes. It the was, guy was trying to kill his daughter. Yeah, but they had that's their battle. They had their battle in a live a, a bedroom playset. I know, but that's still pretty high stakes. That's not like low stakes. It's like, oh well, you know, he's just trying to kill his daughter. No, no big deal. No, there. no, no. Low stakes meaning it's not like, oh no, the world's coming to an end. Low stakes as it's just a oh, simple story. Yeah. What I'm trying I think to say. It was just the thing. Like, it was just it didn't feel like an Ant-Man movie. It felt like a, 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 a kind of bigger movie with Ant-Man in it. And it was, I mean, I, I like legacy characters. I'm a big fan of seeing the 
movies with the legacy characters. I'm very yeah. excited for Guardians. I'm super excited. That's the one Marvel movie I'm super hyped for. Um, but this, I it washed over me. Nothing stuck. The one, two things that stuck though. The one big thing I did not like the fact that they gave us that, haircut. They gave well that they gave us that. Well, in the comic, her hair is short too, so I get it. But that's like it was comically bad. Yeah, the third act was in the trailer, and that really bothered me because not completely Nick, though. Yes, that whole fight scene was in the trailer. And not when, like the ending of it or anything. Like you didn't know the consequences of it. I, I know, but the fact that that moment happened in the movie where everything is wrapping up, and then I'm like, well, it's not over, because I, I know a whole yeah. scene hasn't been shown yet. Yeah, and it yeah. bothered me, because I would have liked that to be more of a surprise. Yeah. Um, because they It's a classic it. line, though, so you can't not throw that in a trailer. It was like a great line. So it's I, like thought that, I thought the trailer really... Whoever made that trailer did a disservice to the movie, because it kind of yeah. ruined that, that seems, moment. That's, it was very DC-ish of them to do it that way. Uh, yeah, it was a horrible idea. And then, okay, so now we're we're allowed to believe that Kang's the new big. Hold bad. on, let's get into. Are we getting into the spoilers here? Are we just yeah, yeah, we're spoiling. Okay. Just letting people know. So if you haven't seen it yet, which if you haven't seen it yet, that's your fault because it's Tuesday. But we're gonna get into spoilers. My so my, my thing is this. Okay, my thing is this. There's tons of Kangs, which is a big problem. But the fact that Ant Man took care of this one king that was that was actually ostracized because he was just destroying here's the thing. so easily the thing. does not make me feel that the thing is that ant-man himself did not get rid of this king it took an ant farm that was thrown into the quantum realm that was which trapped are, in a time loop for a thousand years which they're there now and built their own society i know i know built their own technology and is so far advanced that they learned how to jump from realm to realm. And then they were the only ones that were able to beat Kang. No, actually. But they, they, without their help of knocking off all of his stuff off his suit and breaking his suit, and he's basically just a guy at that point, then... You're wrong. Scott couldn't have beat him. Kang made a bubble. The ants were all over the bubble. Modok came in, his face went into the bubble, and then he he like well that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, so he's Modok actually the, got between Modok and the ants, and then Scott the ants have been able to beat Kang. And then Scott, they had a fisticuff fight, yes. which you see in the trailer, um, yes. at the end. Um, yes. but to me, I was just kind of like that was it seemed very easy, not the ending I was expecting. I thought maybe Kang would somehow defeat Ant Man. And then prove himself. I also don't think a bigger big bad. And I thought about this as we're walking out. I don't think that Kang is gone. That Who knows? We but there's because you didn't see him die. All well, you did is see him get sucked into the the machine, right? And if the first time it threw him into the quantum realm, when he could got, throw him somewhere else, they could throw him some other realm, right? Totally. And those Kangs can just think he's gone. Because, like, they saw, like, his self get sucked into the machine that they think he's dead. But I then made me think about what if, because they didn't mention the Kang from Loki. Well, we got that at the end. But they didn't mention it. Like, he's not mentioned in that scene, though. Well, with the other Kangs, tons of he was the original Kang, and yes, in but he's not mentioned in the other Kangs when well, they no. have that scene. He's on his own. So, here's my theory What if the Kang that was an Ant Man and was sent into that machine when he spit out of said machine, he's the TVA Kang? He's not. He doesn't have the scar. He's he does have the scars, though. No, no, I don't think that one does. I don't think that one does. He th- doesn't have any scars, actually. And he spoke differently. He spoke very differently. So it's a two different Kangs. Okay. For my knowledge. I have to rewatch Loki again. For my knowledge. Well, he's obviously, this Kang is going to be a bigger presence in Loki season two. 
Yes. Uh, we well, because they did the whole thing where he like took over the the world. Yeah. So I want I hope season two of Loki shows what a bigger threat he is. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But he seems I also want to like rewatch the last episode of Loki again and see what that Kang is that's in the world that he's in. Because it'd be interesting to see if he's like if it's the same Kang. It's a different one because this Kang. No, I'm saying in the Loki, in there. like that season, the like, end of the season, if it's the same Kang that he fought at the end of the season, or it's a different Kang. Because I don't think anyone thought about that either. Like it could I, be, I, it could have been sent to a different realm. I don't know. The different Kang. Right. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Because um, as we saw, there's thousands of them. Yeah. Um. Like, yeah, it's building. Obviously, this is the beginning of something. The movie was fun, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, that was awesome. It was just kind of like it happened. It was kind of it happened. It, was, it happened. Mm. Um, I, like I said, I do want to watch it again at home just because it, during the quiet scenes when they're ha- actually having like meaningful conversation, I just hear these teenagers talking. Yeah. Um, that could have been it, too. I mean, it was still fun to go see. We had a great time. I mean, it was great to see the characters yeah. back on screen. I thought Michelle, it was great to see Michelle Pfeiffer have a bigger role this time. Jane. Yeah. Um, she barely had a role last movie. So it was great. Well, to she was see. trapped in the quantum realm. Yeah. Bit, like, well, they rescued her and yeah, that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. So now we get to see what was going on. Um, the side characters were funny, but. No bad. one was memorable. No one no. like it wasn't like if it feels no. like they were trying to introduce new characters at one point. It seemed like it was like an idea of we're gonna introduce this hero or this somebody. And then they were like, ah, we can't. We're not gonna do that now. So just make them some random character. This is what I remember. Like the guy from the good place. That was the only person I can tell you anything che- about. Cheaty, yeah, Cheetle. Yeah, Cheaty. I was like, Cheaty, he survived the good place and now he's in the quantum realm. Uh, lighthead, uh, yes. girl warrior, jello body guy, jello body guy who likes holes. Yes, but I couldn't tell you a goddamn name. Yeah, I, I don't tell even you who they are. No, or if I they'll don't. ever show up again anywhere. Right. So I, I felt like and Bill Murray's like, character who is now dead was he eaten by that thing that they he, he he was eaten by that thing. It was weird. I think they also it, like. They also are doing, of course, like I said before, setting up young Avengers by showing stature, Cassie's character, and how like she's going to be a different version of Ant Man, and you know they like delve didn't delve into that enough. I don't think. I liked her character before the, before the quantum realm stuff. I think yeah. if they had done more of that in the first act, they could, you know. I think there's a lot more story there that I yeah. think could be used. I mean, I hate to say it, but a Disney Plus show with her would be great to kind of like flesh out that character before they throw it into something else. Right, right. I like Cassie. Uh, I liked her character. Um, you know, I did like the cliffhanger at the end where Scott Lang is like, oh my God, we, he he said if we defeat him in the quantum realm, yeah, was he the gonna, right? Was he the one that we should have saved? And he said everyone will die, and like he's that, like, oh no! But it's like it's almost like a, a a little nod back to like the Endgame era stuff. Like oh, was Thanos right? Like that kind of thing. Like like the fan service that people were all up in arms about. Like oh. Was Thanos right? Should we have not? Should like half the galaxy been lost to make things better? Like, was he right? Kind of thing. And it's almost like that was like a little nod to that conspiracy theory thing of, oh, should we have not killed Kang? Should we not have defeated him? Should we have let right. him do what he was doing? The 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 one thing that would kind of bother me is that Cassie was giving Scott shit, and I'm like, dude, he saved. He, he, I, I, understand well, I don't think that. she was giving I him. I think she was giving him shit for the fact that he had kind of just settled. Isn't he just it settled in his old kind of just living off of that? And she's like, just because you defeated Thanos doesn't mean like being a superhero is over. 
Right, right. I, yeah. It's like there's still stuff like she was saying, like all those people from the blip that are homeless because they were gone for five years. They're not like you, who's a superhero who just got everything back. Yeah. We're just giving everything back because you're who you are. There's a whole bunch of people who didn't get their stuff back and lost five years of their lives. And I think that, again, is just stuff that it's stuff Marvel's throwing out that is very complex and very interesting stuff, but they're just not flushing it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like, like that whole part, like the whole blip thing, it's such a over, like a huge story of stuff that like they randomly hit on and talk about, but don't like totally go into it. And it kind of sucks sometimes because it's like, oh my gosh, that's such a like an amazing story that you could be telling. Like, how are these people dealing with coming back after five years? Like yeah. regular people, like they were gone for five years too, not just these superheroes. And I don't think people are catching on to that stuff because it's not being mentioned well, enough it, or talked being, about enough. It's mentioned and then they move on. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's kind of like just kind of like brushed over kind of stuff. And like, nobody... oh, there's this whole like group of people who never got any. Like it was talked about in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. That's what the main stick of the villain was. It was mentioned in She-Hulk. There was a lot of stuff in that that talked about it randomly. It's like all these shows and movies are like hitting at these this bigger storyline that's out there. Like even in WandaVision, it was talked about. It was like all these things. It's like I think it's just there's just stories that like i don't know if they're slowly in the background putting these stories out for a reason or if they're just like we need to mention that so it's people remember that people were gone for five years yeah also i thought in ant-man someone would mention the fact that in the ocean there is a gigantic celestial sitting there yeah internal is it in the celestial or eternal eternal just sitting there nobody's mentioned this at all no one's mentioned it in anything since eternals which is very bizarre yeah no shows like she hulk never mentioned it no they were out in the middle of the ocean out in the caribbean somewhere right and no one's like hey have you seen that new theme park at the eternal dead body has anyone visited that see how it's going on over there it feels disconjointed sometimes it feels like everyone kind of just like everyone including marvel is just like yeah we know eternals wasn't good we're just we're sorry we apologize let's just forget it ever happened if we don't talk about it out of sight out of mind if we don't talk about it you won't talk about it yeah well fans are like wait a minute we want to talk about it we want to talk about what happened there you like you put out a whole storyline and there's like a whole thing going on right you introduced another superhero and you hinted at a bigger like the blade world involved in it and like you've never got nothing again yeah this is why it's blade got pushed back and that's not happening possibly i kind of felt like you go back to phase one and two and three the built upon each other, but there were standalones. So yeah. you could you could jump in at any time, but the ending would always connect to the bigger story. Where this, it was just like we're gonna oh, throw a bunch of new stuff here, at you. Throw this at you. One, two, and three. But nothing. Charge. But nothing is but, really no, coming. Phase one, two, and three. Them. Who was the CEO? Well, it's Kevin Feige. No, the CEO of Disney. Bob Iger. Phase four, who was the CEO? Bob JPEG. JPEG. There you go. Well, yeah. But Kevin Feige is still the one running Marvel. Yeah, but I still think that there's like the overarching person. Iger was very much involved in all the stuff, all the entertainment side of stuff. Hey, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he was involved in all that. He's the one that made sure that he put forth the effort to get Fox to be able to get the X universe back in the, under the Marvel umbrella because he wanted to like have that all together. He wants, he's the one that drove the, the, the deal with Sony to bring Spider-Man into the MCU. Like yeah. he was like very much involved in those like bigger ideas. He I knows quality, think, quality yes. is over better over quantity. Yes. And I yeah. kind of feel like since Disney plus started, they are just kind of like, we just got to get stuff on here. 
we just got to get stuff well, on. That was another thing, too. I think that was just that's also another thing. It was at the time, pre-COVID, it was quantity over quality. But also, the, the think... only thing Disney Plus had was the Mandalorian, which was a huge hit. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. So then and all, like, their, and all their like IPs were given out to all these other places. Yeah. So they had contracts with these other places. And then like now all these stuff starting to come back because they've like bought up all the rights to everything since they've, you know, lapses and rights have all gone away and stuff that there's going to be, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming like that sh- now coming back to Disney plus. So it's like, it feels right. like there's, you know, and it's just a thing of you also have to to get people to subscribe. You have to give them content. And it's got to be sometimes you just have to be like, we're going to give you quality because you want to come I back. I mean, the, the thing that like sh- that proves the, the, the model is what the show we talked about right before this, Last of Us. It's only 10 episodes long. But we're only seven in, and it feels like I've been watching the show for over a year. Well, I don't in a good way, like it, well, like emotional wise, it feels H- like it's been going on for a long time. And I feel like H- I'm really invested in it. Right, and HBO like, is different. They're not a stream. They are an actual network. No, but like, they have a streaming service too. But I'm just saying, do, it's like, I, but it's not. I feel they're like not relying just, yeah. on subscribers to survive. They're 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 yeah, part of cable yeah, not as much as. Disney Plus is surviving on subscribers. Yeah. Netflix, Hulu, yeah. Peacock, uh, Paramount Plus. These yeah. are strictly streaming services that are only seen if you pay a subscription. Yeah. Where I can watch The Last of Us on cable on a Sunday yeah. night and DVR it, or I can subscribe to the thing. Yeah. So it's a tad bit different, but HBO's high quality. You know yeah. you're getting a high quality show. Majority of the time, it's, it's nines and tens from them. Netflix, we're just saying the theory of it, not the yeah. The Netflix actual way it works, but I'm Netflix saying it's like, used to be nines and tens, but they decided quality like quantity over sevens. quantity. Yeah. Six and yeah. sevens is their goal now. Yeah, um, and then speaking even, of Peacock, really quick, you should yeah. watch that show Poker Face. Oh, so, we're gonna we're gonna wait till it ends. Yeah, I yeah. heard it's good. They're amazingly good. Yeah, it made um, me like the main character. I never was a big fan of hers, but. Oh, she's great. I love her. Um, it's just her voice. I can't. I don't know. We are, we are uh, knee deep in Buffy. We have just entered season three. And oh my God, we love it. Allison's obsessed. Um, I don't know how she had not seen it. She just it wasn't hurt. She never. Thing. She was I, in the I, right age group at the time. Yeah. But you know what? We all miss shows. I mean, I miss. You miss every show. So there's one thing. You can't even use that as an excuse. You missed everything. Well, if it wasn't Seinfeld. You weren't watching it back in the day. I hate to break you, Mark. Once I graduated high school, I was working all the time and going to his Nuntuck. But then I moved out. I didn't have cable. I didn't watch TV. There was a good point in chunk of my life where I barely watched any television because I was either working or I was out at Denny's or I was doing something. All right. I get it. You had friends and you had a life. You know, congratulations, Brian. Unlike other people who no. didn't have friends or a life, all we did is sit around and watch TV because that was I, our friends and that was our life, okay? I hate to tell you, Mark, we were friends during the I, early we were 2000s. Like high school. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I was obsessed with TV in high school. I, I would record everything. But once yeah. I got out of high school, I, I just wanted to get out of the house. I was never like, I, I didn't want to be in the house much. So I was yeah. like always out doing something. But anyway, holy crap. Yeah, we are loving yeah. it. Um, uh, we are in- Anyways, back to Ant-Man. Yeah. Ant-Man. 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 So let's, let's, let's put this on a bow. Let's or wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up in a bow. Final, a bow. what's your final, you ver- I'll let you go first. What's your final verdict, final thoughts, and what is your, your score for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania? As we say all the times, these are on a certain scale of the other things in its category. So we're using the Marvel scale here. Well, you use whatever scale you want. Well, we're using the Marvel scale. Like I, this is in the, the 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 pantheon of Marvel movies. Okay, you do it. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. And I'm going like to keep track. It's like a B. I'm going to keep track like... of this this year. So at the okay. end of the year, you can go back can, and see. You can go back. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, so I'm giving like an eight. It's not terrible. Like I said to Claire when I first got home, she was like, "How do you? How was the movie?" I said, "It's not great. It's not terrible. It was good. Uh, it happened. It was one of those Marvel movies where it happened. It was a tell. It was the beginning of the story movie. So it wasn't like." You're not going to get a lot because they're just kind of starting the story. They don't want to give you too much. So they kind of hinted at things. They set up Loki season three or season two. So. You're yeah. giving it eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. All right. It's probably not one of my, it's definitely not in my top five Marvel movies of all time, but it's in. It's in the middle for me. It's in there. It's in that top ten, maybe. All right. Well, Marcus. Um, I agree with you on a lot of those aspects. I walked out, it washed over me. I had some fun moments with it. Mm. I forgot a lot of it already. I don't know any of the characters beyond the, the legacy characters. Let me also just really quickly just throw out the thing of there's the chemistry between Paul Rudd and Evangelina, Evangeline Lilly's characters. To me, still three movies in has not clicked. She was barely in it. But it doesn't seem like the two characters like like they're supposedly in love and supposedly are together and they're basically raising Scott's kid together part-time. But it doesn't feel like it's actually happening. It feels like they're totally just in it because they're both cast in the roles. You don't have the like you don't feel like the Pepper Potts, Tony Stark kind of relationship oh i agree together yeah it just feels like you're you my dad gave you his suit and i'm kind of stuck with you kind of relationship yeah i agree there, like she just comes in and solves everything there wasn't a lot of like meaty or kind of meaningful dialogue between the two yeah. um it was just kind of jane talking and talking yeah. and talking yeah. and then Kang, and then Kang talking and talking and talking. Well, also there wasn't ever like there's never been like that scene where I think like I can't even tell you like the scene that made me like oh these two are meant to be together kind of thing. Right, right, totally. Like Gamora and Star Lord, you have that scene with the walking the Walkman. Yeah. Pepper Potts and Tony Stark, you have the scene where she's like, you know, he has to put the suit on her like stuff like that there's like those kind of scenes in those movies but with ant-man and wasp i don't never i don't remember like she just got her suit she's She's just just there yeah she's just there i agree and she's there to solve all the problems like she's a smart one of the group yeah like she's solving all the world's problems with the miners the the hank the pin particles and all that so that's my only that was my other big thing i that bothered me about the movie is there's still never been like the Thor uh, Jane relationship has way more depth to it than Ant-Man and Wasp do. Right. Um, Like when she's in a battle, I don't worry. Like, I don't care. Like if something happens to her, it's not going to affect me. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she were to die, it wouldn't be a big loss. Yeah. Which it would be. It should be. But it's not. Because she's a major character in that story. But it doesn't seem like there's ever been like the 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 time put into fleshing out that story between the two of them. Yeah, because in the last movie, she wasn't in it all that much. I mean, she was, but it wasn't. She like... was. That's the thing. She's been in every movie a lot, but it just doesn't feel like it because there's never been enough story for her. It's been a while since it's like in this, they tried to do it with like her and her mom's story. Like, why don't you tell me things? But even in that stuff, it's kind of like, she's just there. It's Hank and Jane. Jane. Yeah. And she's stuck with them. It was a Hank and Jane movie with Scott. Scott and his daughter were the ones that were developing the relationship. Yeah. And it seemed like she was like the fifth wheel of the movie. Like she was just there to solve the come in and know what's going on and take care of things. Right. Like the whole thing with the mul- the, the multiple possibilities, Scott's. She just flew in. Didn't what well, didn't affect her. 
It did a little bit. But I mean, not like not like him it, though. Yeah, and she just came in and grabbed him and saved him. Yeah, Stakes like, she's love. like the MacGuffin character. Yeah, it's like oh, we need a bigger way to get this out. I'll just have the wasp take care of it. Oh, okay. All right. All right, but anyway, that's my little side rant about. All right, well, let me let me go back to what I'm saying. Yes, I, sorry. I yeah, sorry. I wanted I, to throw that in. I'd forgotten about throwing it in during my part. So. I agree with all those points. It was an average MCU movie. I still don't feel the threat of Kang just yet. I kind of feel like he was easily taken down, and that he will be easily taken down by everybody. I I don't know. We'll see. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. Um, for me, uh, my score. A seven out of ten. It's a seven out of ten. It was just good. Mm. It was just good. I think the Kang that That's we're it. all going to need to worry about the most is the one from Loki. Probably. I think that's the thing that they're showing is that all these Kangs individually aren't that powerful. Except this one. Because it's he's the one that remains. Well, there's tons of them that remains, Mark. We but the one from tons. Loki is the one that remains. So he's the final Kang. Like, he's the original Kang. Theoretically. In the storyline. I guess. I mean, we will see how this all plays he's out. He's Kang Prime, kind of. I mean... The but it'd be Kang... interesting to see, like, all these other Kangs and how they're, like, randomly defeated by whoever. Right. I mean... I don't know. We'll see. When is King Dynasty? This coming out 2025? Yeah, so two years. So we'll see how this all plays out. Which feels like a long time, but really isn't, as we've noticed. It's going to be here within before we know it. Yeah, time goes by. Guardians is in May. I'm so excited for Guardians. That's all. That's one MCU movie. Marvel's got pushed back to November. Yeah. So, end of November, like Thanksgiving weekend. That's great. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, so... They swapped it out with another Disney movie. Yeah. Um, but I think that's good. Let it have some time, breathing room in between each yeah. thing, you know? I, I think when you have them too close together, people get burnt out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it gives you time to let Guardians have the summer beginning of summertime, and yeah. then people will, will move on to the next oh, thing. Oh, the Elemental then... movie got moved. That's what it is. They swapped it with the Elemental movie. Oh, okay. So Pixar um that was in the trailers yeah so we'll see this how it all plays out uh overall it was a good it was a good time to see everybody we had a good yeah. time um like i said i do want to see it again just because those kids kind of distracted yeah. me a little bit yeah. um but marcus i guess we should wrap it up we should um, this you know what we're gonna do next week brian what next week is back to us doing predictions because starting next Wednesday, Mandalorian. Mandalorian episode one. Oh boy. Very excited for Mandalorian. Very excited for Mandalorian. And for two weeks, we'll have a Mandalorian and the last of us. Um, yes. You you gotta finish that episode because I'm going to. I will. Pedro Pascal's uh, Emmy nominated episode, in my opinion. I've heard. I've heard you say that multiple times now. Yes. I've said it just now. Well, you said it well, in our chat. You've mentioned it a couple times. I posted it on Facebook. Yes, that's, that's what it was. Facebook. I knew it was somewhere. But it was a really good episode. Um, yeah. And we got three episodes left. I, I'm interested to see how they're going to wrap this up. Um, well, something's going to end like the first game. That's the, the supposed rumor. That's the, that's what they talked about because they weren't sure if they're going to do a season two or not, which they got yeah. greenlit for season yeah. two. Um, yeah, so, but we don't know. They have changed some things that have been very well. Uh, yeah. They've done a very good job changing some things. So we shall see. This episode yeah. that you will finish watching, they did change some things that really worked for the show. So anyway. Yeah. This Sunday, East of the River Comic Book and Toy Show, Enfield, Connecticut, yes. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We will be there. Tons of we'll deals. Be there. Matt Ryan will be there. Yes. Vendors will be there. Comics will be there. Toys, Toys will, be, will there. be there. You should be there, too. Yeah. So come, come on down. Come join us. Yes. All right. We'll see you guys next, uh, next week. Next week. We'll see you all then. And as always, be safe. Be well.
Be kind. And rewind. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.